Welcome to this message from City Bible Church in Portland, Oregon. City Bible Church is a vibrant community of people with one common desire to experience God, enjoy people, and celebrate life. Well, I'm sharing the final message on agreement, and so I'm calling this Agreement. 2010. It's not going to come up there. So I got a couple PowerPoints. We're just going to have a good time this morning and, and trust the Lord's going to lead us somewhere and take us somewhere and, and do something very, very powerful in your life. My title is taking a step of faith. How many are ready to take a step of faith? You're ready to move into the new. You're ready to see God do something. How many have had some challenges over this last year, this last decade? Could I have a show of hands? That was last night. There was kind of a painful chuckle there, just kind of a, whoo. Well, I want to tell you that this decade is going to be different. God is going to take us into something. In the second week of this agreement, I was on mill plane and right in the front row and listening to Pastor Frank and it was, it was, it was, it was such a powerful moment when he, he had us push open the doors where there was a, I, I was standing at mill plane and the steps were right in front of me and I felt the Holy Spirit said, take a step up and I thought, well, nobody else has taken a step up. Why do I have to take a step up? You know, I mean, I don't want to be constrained. The Lord's saying, take a step up. It's time to come up. It's time to go somewhere. It's time to get off this plane and come up a level. And I just was kind of like, yes, sir. You know, you hear that voice and you're just, you know, he just, all he wants, he doesn't want you dialoguing, talking yourself out of the blessing. Get up on that step. So I just jump up on that step and didn't stay there very long, got back down. (laughs) Of course, I don't want to get myself in trouble, but this is a time to press in, isn't it? The door is swinging open. The apostolic leader of our house and a leader around the nation, our pastor who is leading us in to the, to the place where we're going, just stood up there and said, just feel it. Man, I just kind of felt it like this is like a door. It's like a door here of opportunity. Paul said a door of, of ministry was open to me. There was a moment in time where a door swung open. An opportunity was right there. That's kairos. That's what that word redeem the time means. It means to seize the moment or take advantage of what's right now. We know there's chronological time. That's just the fullness of time. We know the Bible says there's eras of time. Eras of child raising. Eras of this. Eras of that. Eras of presidencies. Eras, eras, eras. There's seasons of time. But then in seasons of time there comes Kairos, which are moments in time. I don't want to miss this moment. This is a moment to step in. This is a moment to step up. This is a moment to come into what God has for you. Last night, I could just sense people like there was faith. There was encouragement. I'm telling you right before us, 
has been a, laid a door that is open. Then in a couple of weeks later, there was the anointing in the tunnels and God was anointing and he was refreshing. Whether you're here or not, we as a congregation receive that anointing, that fresh touch, that fresh blessing, that fresh grace, that fresh power, that fresh that God was pouring out. You got to believe it's not by strength. It's not by might. It's by the spirit. God's moving by the Spirit. He broods and he, and he accomplishes and he brings forth and he does something. Telling you this is a season of opportunity. Then you get right to the door. But I'm going to tell you today, today in this week, in this Kairos weekend, we're going to take together a step of faith. You know, you could be in the boat like Peter, but then there was a moment that someone had to get out. You have to respond. Step up. Step into. Get out and see what I want to do. How many believe this is a decade where God wants to do something exceedingly and abundantly above? He wants to. I want to say it. I want to declare it. I want to read a couple of scriptures, but I want to say it. This is a decade of enlargement. Come on, how many of you felt like you were kind of pressed in and hemmed in in this last season? There was not enlargement. There was pressure. Lift your hand if you felt like that might be you. Be, be bold to lift your hand, but don't be compelled by my thing. I'll just tell you, that's the consensus. If, if you see it, just kind of take a, a, a dipstick and put it in and measure it. There was kind of a pressure season. Well, how might we believe that this next decade's different? I mean, shake ourselves, shake off the dust. Just kind of kind of stir ourselves this weekend. This is the last weekend of the first month of this new year, of this new decade. And we're in an agreement series. So what if we as a church, well, you might be thinking, man, I, I just barely got here this morning. What are you thinking? Whoa, you're kind of lighting a, a fire or something or trying to stir something up. How about we get faith? He's not asking you to fulfill the decade tomorrow. He's just saying, take a step of faith today. Step up and into. What? Abraham sees the stars. Your descendants are going to be numbered like this. I'm, what was he thinking? <laughs> that ain't going to be fulfilled tomorrow. But by faith, the man of God entered in. Maybe God is speaking this morning. Maybe the, the word of the Lord's coming to you and a God wants to enlarge you. No matter, no, we're not going back to relate it to yesterday. We're looking at it right now in this point in time. From chronological time, the big fullness of time, to eras of time, to this moment in time. This is a moment. This tipping point. Our pastors brought us to tipping point. Stepping in. I want you just to, to believe today. I want you to get your eyes up. And believe. I was at a church last week and the pastor's been speaking on a different church. But imagine 
believe and discover. Think about what God could do as we just peer into the future and we believe what he's showing us. We take that simple act and step of faith into the future. This is what I want you to do on each campus. I, we did it last night. I don't want to reproduce, but I want you to stand because we're going we're gonna to pray. For, no, don't stand yet, please. Just stay seated. If you felt resistant in this last year or this last decade, you felt a pressure that tried to come in against you and tried to shrink you. And today you're thinking, I want to take that step. I want to I want to take that, but I felt so hemmed in. I wasn't even ready this morning to come into kind of an enlargement or to look out. I want you to stand up all over the campuses. We're just going to pray. Just stand up. Any campus where you felt pressured or restricted or limited or you were being uh, uh, hemmed in or you were trying to be contained. I want you just to, to, to ease, just move around now, just right where you are. Lay hands on those people as we pray. We're praying that today we're going to come into expansion. We're going to come into increase. We're going to come into that which the Lord wants to do. Father, right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we believe we're stepping. We're at the threshold of this new decade. And God, we know there's been resistance, pressure, all that which has come against your people. But God, with faith, we come this morning to stir our hearts. And Lord, we stir our imaginations. God, we stir our faith. God, we stir ourselves. God, you're going to do something that exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think by the power that's working in us. Now, Lord, we pray an anointing of favor on every person. God, on Rocky Butte. God, on Mill Plain, on 217 right now, let your anointing flow in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord. (laughs) I better put this here so I get on with the message. So I want to make a declaration, a decade of agreement with God, the leaders of this house, and with each other. That this is a decade to enlarge. This is a decade to grow. This is a decade to advance. I want to read the first scripture and I want you just to take hold of this for your life. In Isaiah 54, 2 and 3, it says, enlarge your house. Come on, that's your life. Enlarge your life. Come on. How many can believe this year is going to be a year of enlargement? Of in, How many are wanting that, believing that, are willing to take a step and go for that? Build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense. This is time where God's provision is coming forth to accomplish his purpose. Maybe you've been restricted. Maybe it's a house deal that got upside down. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. You can't let your mind get limited by what you see. We're lifting our eyes to the Lord because he wants to do something new. Come on, this is a season of the new. Spread out your home. I see hospitality, I see enlarge, I see 
bigger heart. I don't want to put a restriction on this because it's not restricted by what I can say. It's, it's, it's limitless in the mind of God. Just get the word expand. Just write it down. God's going to expand me this year. He's going to enlarge me. He's going to stretch. It's going to get bigger. For you, and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle in ruined cities. Let's go to Psalms 2, 1, and th- 1 through 3. Now we're talking about growth. How many want to grow? How many want to enlarge? How many want to see your trunk get bigger? Your roots go deeper. Your branches spread out. Those leaves come on and the fruit start just popping in your life. Come on, this is what God wants to do. He wants to grow us. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. These are minimizers. Or stand around sinners where we get sucked in. That's a, that's a way to be minimized. That's a way to be limited. Not that we don't reach out. Or join in with mockers. But this is us. They delight in the law of the Lord. Meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river banks. Bearing fruit each season. Say, I'm a fruit bearer. Say, I'm going to grow this year. I'm going to expand this year. Come on, this is what we're going to do. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. I was thinking of our church and I was thinking of where it came from. And you know, you're on 217 and maybe never even been to Mill Plain or maybe Mill Plain, you've never been to 217, but you know, there's a start of this somewhere, even though, and we're one congregation, we're linked up today, the mystery of link up. I mean, technology, this is awesome. But on Rocky Butte, there's a gal on Rocky Butte named Esther Johansson. Do you know Esther? Esther, stand up, we don't have tech. That we had one limited technology today, and that was to get her on the screen because we're transporting from here, whatever that means. I have no idea about technology. So, sorry, John, I butchered that one. That just. But Esther's standing on Rocky Butte, and I want you to think about that. Back to 13 people, 1951, on Washington Street. Nobody thinks about that anymore, do they? Around a pot billy stove. Esther came two months after that started. But she's 89 years old, serving God with fervency, prophesying, blessing people, going to prayer meetings. She's been a part of the seed that started. Then, of course, it went to Gleason Street and it expanded. Come on, this is the church. You're part of the church. Think where you could be in a decade think. We're talking only six decades. Esther, you can sit down. Thank you. Let's give Esther a hand on every campus for being part of this. So we go from 13 around a potbelly stove to 1,500 as the church grows, and then it doubles to 3,000 as we're moving down, what, through the course of time? (laughs) And then we go from 3,000, and now we're at 6,000. We were in it, it, back here it was one church, it was one church with one small service to one church, four campuses, and 
lost count of all the services. Because what it's about people, it's about growth. God hasn't stopped. Economics don't stop it. Things that, when it was the worst economic time in the world, interest rates 21%, we purchased Rocky Butte. I think we should give God a hand. Come on. God wants to expand, grow your life. He wants to grow, think where we could be in a decade. The third thing is, is Matthew eleven twelve for the day from and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. It means the kingdom of God is what? It's forcefully advancing. And those that are aggressive reach out and grab hold of it and connect with it and see their life what? Enlarged, expand, and advance. I want to tell you God wants to advance you this year. God wants to advance you. You know, I've had in my heart that God wants to defeat small thinking. God wants to defeat small thinking going into this decade. I really believe God wants to break off the lid. You know, the devil, if he can't stop us, have you noticed he can't really stop you but what he tries to do is he tries to contain you he tries to put a lid on he tries to come and and seal you up inside he tries to come and build a a a a barrier around so the fullness of what he has in you can't get out i'm telling you god wants to break you out. I saw a prophetic picture earlier in the year and I never knew if this would ever come to share it with the congregation. I was just driving up to the church one day and I saw a vessel just like this, just an earthen vessel. There's a scripture that describes this in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7. We know, we now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars. Have you ever felt like a fragile clay jar? Just, you ever felt weak? Well, I want to tell you, inside of you, you're carrying the glory of God. That inside of you is what God wants to get out. But sometimes the enemy tries through small thinking to cap our capacity, kind of put a lid on us, kind of try to uh, hinder us from moving forward. As you stand at the threshold today of a door that an apostolic leader has pushed open, and we all pushed it open together, whether you were here or not, in the spirit, it was done. And now whether someone's here or not today, there's an advancement through that door of opportunity that the devil's trying to put a lid on, hey, 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 he's not talking to you, he's talking to the one on the right, I remember what you've done, yeah, we don't care what you've done, 
Because what you've done is in the past. What you've done is over. What, what you've done was yesterday and now today's today. And the glory of God abides and we're moving forward. Come on, this isn't a time to go backwards. And so saw the prophetic picture of a vessel and there was a lid on it. How many have kind of felt a little capped? Just Could I just have a show of hands if you felt a little capped? I saw the, the arm of God come down to that vessel and just tear the lid off. Now, I want to look down into that cup for it says... This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like what? Fragile clay jars, NLT version, containing this what? This great treasure. I'm telling you, what God wants to do is break you out. What God wants to do is pour you out in this next decade. And I want to tell you the five things that are in this jar that I really believe need to be poured out. And I want you to receive these things. They were in the upper room. It was a little container. And the Spirit of God came. And the anointing came. And spilled those disciples out into the streets. Signs, wonders, miracles, expansion. Things began to stretch and move out. Inside is God himself wants to pour out of you. Peter and John walking by the temple there saw the lame man and said, silver and gold have I none, Peter said, but what I have I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. They weren't giving him themselves. They were giving them the power that was in the container. And as it spilled out, signs and wonders and miracles, why not you? Ah! Get a cap on that church. Because God wants to get out. Telling you God wants to pour out. I'll tell you the second thing inside there is your destiny. I'm looking in there and I'm seeing that in your vessel is a destiny inside of you. There's something great and grand that God wants to do. And the enemy's trying to do anything he can to cap that or hold that back or stop that. God wants to break out your destiny. How many have felt your destiny been a little restricted? That which you wanted to do, that lift your hand if you just felt a little restraint in this new decade. Come on, let's lift our hands high, signal heaven, let him know we're candidates. Come on, we're candidates to see breakout. I'm just telling you, the third thing in there is your gifts. The fourth thing in there that wants to spill out are your talents. And the fifth thing in there that wants to spill out is creativity. Josh, there's a dimension of creativity on you. That God wants to break out of you a new dimension. A new level. Each one of you in this room, there's creativity that's been stifled. There's that God thought, that anointing, that wisdom that wants to just get out. How many are candidates to be broken out in this season? And see God pour out in this decade. Gideon was a man that broke out. In Judges 6, 11 through 15, it says, Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophrah, 
which belonged to Joash, the clan of Abazur. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. And I just think Gideon goes, Sir? He kind of looks at him and goes, uh, Are you talking to me? Now think about what God's saying today. You can be responding just like that. Sir, I'm saying something by the inspiration of the Spirit that this is a new day. You go, hello? Is he talking to me? I'm telling you, Gideon wondered who he was talking to. He said, you're a valiant warrior. You're going to move in and defeat the Midianites. You're going to take down the altars of Baal. You're going to sacrifice in the right way. And you're going to create an incense to me. And then you're going to go in with 300. (laughs) This is his response, sir. Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why was all this happening to us and where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us. I would say that's small thinking, wouldn't you? Since the angel's there calling him a mighty warrior and he's saying, hello, you've abandoned us. No, I'm right here. He didn't get into a dialogue with him over it, but it's just the Lord's right here. To take that limitation off your life, to to break you out of the jar, to crack open the lid and take you into places you've never gone. To me, this is exciting because I'm looking at you. I'm looking at the potential. I'm looking at at what's in you. We just get so preoccupied with the the fragile clay jar. (laughs) I'm telling you, God's getting occupied with what's in you. We're, this is temporary anyway. We're just passing through. Ignore the fragileness of all these things and get on with the big picture. We're heading to heaven. And we've got an assignment here on earth. <laughs> Signs and wonders. You think you could raise the dead? Why not? I know you go, whoa, wait a minute. How big is that? Where you live in Western society. <laughs> You've abandoned, I mean, (laughs) come on, Gideon was small thinking, God wants to, was trying to get his attention. So he he minimizes God. (laughs) Now the Lord comes back, the Lord, but now the Lord, okay. Then the Lord turned to him and said, go with the strength you have. Ignored his last commentary and just said, go. (laughs) You're a mighty warrior, Go! <laughs> but, 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 we got one more argument here. <laughs> Excuse me, you don't know me. No, he not, he already called you a valiant warrior. But Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. I don't know where he got it, but he got it. Somewhere along the way, we just need to get it. Each of you, like Gideon, are a valiant warrior. Right now. Come on, just, you're, you're a valiant warrior. But you could say, but you don't, but, 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 no buts. Just, you are. 
I'm telling you, you're at the threshold. You're stepping into something. God has his hand on your life. You're going to see miracles happen before you. This next decade is going to open up before you something brand new. This is not a time to shrink back. It's not a time to be contained. It's not a time to be limited. It's not a time to shrink. It's not a time to shrivel. How many of you felt a little like you're shriveling? Just, just lift your hand. You felt a little like the, you're shriveling. It's not a time for that. It's a time to break out. It's a time to be poured out. It's a time to see God do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. It's a time to take a step of faith. There's a great, great story in the Bible about a man named Jabez. And I want to say that life is consistent of tests, trials, and temptations. Have you noticed? There's, and Jabez was a man who was born in pain, so his mom called him pain. He was actually, his name means pain. It means pain. How would you like to have the name pain? You're just pain in the neck. You're, well, I won't go off farther than that. Just, you can't say everything that comes to your mind. It just is not possible, except for Walter might say. <laughs> no, he told me today he refrained from, no, I just, uh, Pain, pain of disappointment, discouragement, abuse. Pain causes us to what? Pull back. And maybe over your life there's been some, this decade there's been some pain. And there's been a pulling back or a retracting. And you feel like that's kind of brought that limitation or that I can't go on because of. God didn't listen to those things in Gideon. He just said, it's time to go. <laughs> it's time to rise up. But Jabez understood this, so he cries out to God and he makes this prayer. Lord, bless me <laughs> in the midst of the pain. And then here it is in Large me. That's what God wants to do for you. He wants to bless you, and that's emotional security. He wants to enlarge you. That's expanded influence. He wants to go with you. He wants intimacy, and he wants to protect you. How many are ready just to enter into this new decade and see God enlarge you, expand you, and increase you. No matter what you're facing, God is with you and always wants to enlarge, expand you, and grow you and advance you. I want the musicians to come, if they could, to the, to the platform. And How many are ready to be broken out? Come on, how many are ready to be expanded into this new season? How many are ready to take a step of faith 
into what God has for you in this new time. I just want you to open up your heart. I want you just to open up your life because I just believe we're gonna take a step of faith. You know, Pastor Frank has opened up the door. He's just, uh, by the Holy Spirit, he has just come to see a door open before your life and before our church. There's a heart in this house to see every single one of you expanded, enlarged, increase, grow. This decade's gonna be a growth like never before. This decade's gonna be an expansion. You might even be hearing this and going, is he really talking to me? Could this really be for me? Could, 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 could this be the Lord's voice to my heart saying, I wanna increase you? Maybe you want to be married. We'll make a declaration this decade. God will bring the right person into your life. Why not? I asked a couple of young guys, what are you believing for in this decade? I'm going to be married by the end of this decade with a couple of kids. I said, right on, way to say it. Instead of, woe is me, it's been so hard. I don't know if God could come through. Why not just take a position of faith? There's three things I believe God's gracing us for in this season. There's three things that he wants to cause us to enter into. He wants us to move into a deeper realm with him. How many have felt a little restricted in hearing God's voice or knowing his heart or or sensing his love? Just lift your hand all throughout the campus. Have you just felt a a restriction, a a limitation? And and we're at this level, and I want to declare it into the atmosphere for each one of you. And I want you to grab a hold of it. You're going deeper. No matter where you've been, the Bible says in Ezekiel 37, it talks about ankle, knee, waist, swimming. Well, maybe we're not at swimming yet. Maybe we're at ankle. But let's take a step and go deeper. Come on, let's. I want to encourage everyone in these next 40 days. The Lord said to me, meet with me 40 days in a row and see what I'll do. So I said, well, how am I going to do that? You know my schedule. He said, just get up an hour and a half before your first appointment. That'll take care of it. I said, I'll do it. And ever since then, I just want to tell you, I've just been going a little bit deeper with the Lord. It's about time spent. It's about prioritization. It's about coming into his presence after 40 days, a thing I had been struggling with, just kicked it in the teeth and knocked it out of the way. And I said, let's go another 40 and see what happens. Come on, are you feeling stirred to go deeper with God? That's what the door represents. You're not just going in, Lord, fix all my problems. Lord, take me into a deeper place with you. When I go through, when I take a step today, I want to go deep. The second thing I believe God wants to do in this next decade is teach us to walk in the Spirit in a new dimension. And you know, all that requires is an ear to hear and an eye to see what the Spirit of God is saying. I believe new eyes and new ears are going to come on us. And we're our little receiver, that little place in us that receives from the Holy Spirit. 
is going to start to hear in a fresh way. See, Jesus said, I don't do anything unless I see it. I don't say anything unless I hear it. He was so in touch. God's going to bring us amidst all the noises into a place where we're in touch with the Spirit. And we can learn how to walk in the Spirit. Learn how to obey that prompting, that quickening. Call that person. I don't have time. Call the person. Oh, Lord, is that you? He wants to awaken us to his voice. And the third capacity that he wants to give us, her grace, is to reach the lost. As we go into this decade, there's a reach. We're going to have a reach. It's not going to be business as usual. It's going to be God moving through you in a new way to reach out and touch people that are lost and dying. Tell you there's a new capacity. It's just don't try to work it up. Don't try to figure it out. The word stay in step with the spirit is a military term. It just means to stay in cadence, just stay in walking. And then the Lord is going to show you and lead you and fill you and guide you. How many are ready to take a step of faith into this new decade?